60% of first-time leaders fail, often due to overlooked prerequisites. If you are a first-time leader and want to avoid these common failures, this is your podcast. Welcome to First-Time Leaders Accelerated. I'm Tim Smith, your host and coach. Today, I want to explain why first-time leaders fail at an alarming rate and the devastating monetary and emotional impacts your organization will experience for years. My research and experience revealed somewhere between 40 and 60% of first-time leaders fail, and typically they fail anywhere from 18 months to two years. Even if my research results are off slightly, the important fact is we know this problem occurs way too much. During my nearly four decades as a crash test dummy for leader development, I determined the primary reason first-time leaders fail is because they lack one or more of four prerequisites. The all-too-common scenario, which I call how to get rid of your best people and wreck your culture, begins with an individual contributor hastily promoted and thrust into a leader role with little or no training. This is not necessarily the fault of the people doing the selecting and promoting because, hey, they're probably not experts in leader development either. They're only doing what they know. And in many cases, they probably have not received adequate leader training themselves. Most people select and promote in their likeness. And what I mean by that is they tend to select people with similar strengths and personal perspective when they should actually be doing just the opposite. They should be seeking fit first, train for skill later. First-time leaders often receive little or inadequate training. The invalid assumption is usually, hey, these are high-performing people. They don't need training. Since the first-time leader did not receive training, their default is to do what they were good at, which was managing their processes. So they try to manage people as if they were processes rather than coaching them as people. These bad decisions become obvious quickly. The person who promoted the first-time leader doesn't want to admit that they made a bad decision, so they do nothing, which is another bad decision, hoping the new leader will improve over time with on-the-job training. Letting the first-time leader flounder always fails and sends negative ripples throughout the organization and the team. This failure is very expensive monetarily and emotionally. It also wrecks and reduces trust. Those people who remain are going to be reluctant to trust company leaders. All of this will be difficult to recover from, and it will take time and, again, substantial money. People will not actively seek a leader role and will be leery when they're approached for promotion. This is just one scenario, but that's all it takes to devastate an organization and make it difficult to recover. Not only does the first-time leader fail, but they also frequently leave the company due to embarrassment and or guilt of letting their one-time peers down. This is why 60% of first-time leaders fail and why it's so expensive monetarily and emotionally. In the next episode, I will explain how you prevent this failure. Thank you for listening. If you found this information useful, be sure to subscribe. 
If you want to increase your acceleration to people-centered leader, or if you have a question, comment, or recommended topic, click the appropriate link in the show notes. Remember, treat people like they make a difference, and they will. Take care.